coming up this week on Effortless Goals. Set yourself free, boy. I am, Dad, I am free. You're not free, you fucking fool. You've never been free since you've been with Jordan. She's a monster, boy. Take the boys and run. You can stay with me and my bear. We could sort of, we can pass on contact details um, between the two of you. We'd be happy to facilitate this. We could be your facilitators, yeah. We, yeah. we have a safe house so, as well, like we have a room that you could... have to say mm-hmm. no to Jordan, but yes to Marbella. Yes, boy. Come back to me, boy. Steve. Goals. Power. Minutes per mile. Elevation. Supplements. Lactose intolerant. Beat Right, so this guy is, in terms of running acumen, in terms of having running as a profession, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think he's probably the most professional runner we've had. Uh, Cara O'Hara was pretty legit in terms of her area, Um, but this guy's like an actual legit runner. Do you feel nervous, Jamie? Uh, well, yeah, we. I mean, we've never interviewed anyone from Runner's World, so it's a pretty big deal. That's yeah. a really big deal. Yeah. How do you feel? Do you feel nervous? A little bit. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Just, just, just a little bit? Well, it's hard to know what someone's going to be like when you read an article about them. We don't really, you know, who knows what he's going to be like when we actually speak with him. It's not even what he's going to be like. It's just the fact that we could. I could totally fuck this up. I'm shitting myself. That's why I'm asking you. I'm, oh, I'm a, Okay, do you want me to say something to try and help you not be nervous? No, I think you should be nervous because just just try really hard, basically. Why? Try well, really hard? Yeah, just try not to say anything, you know, like really embarrassing or whatever. Why would you say that I should be nervous? What um, is that like a strategy? Did you read that in a book somewhere that that might work for me? Yeah, um, you know, adrenaline just and, and it'll also keep you on your toes. Yeah. True. Yeah. That might work. Right, well, we'll try that because I'm nervous and you've made me even more nervous. So if this is a good interview, then we know that works for me. And if it's not, then next time maybe just try and be nice. Okay, just maybe dab dab your brow a little bit, sort of quite sweaty. Don't highlight the fact that I'm sweating. Okay, yeah. To him, because he won't, he might not be able to see it because he's not in the same room as us. So don't highlight the fact that I'm sweating. Yeah. Cool, let's do it. Welcome to the show, Petra Clements. And right up top, I'd just like to say thank you so much for being here. Right, this isn't this is an honour. This this is an honour for me. I can love speaking to people about stuff that I'm passionate about, and yeah, I kind of do this kind of stuff that often. Um, so brilliant. Yeah, you know, normally I'm out doing my thing. So mm-hmm. this is this is an honour. Thank you, both of you. That's amazing, an honour. You're honoured to be here and talk to me. That's great. I feel as though it should be me, but that's great. I'm speaking to somebody that's had a two-page spread in Runner's World. 
Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's not embarrassing. You <sighs> should be. You should be over the moon about that. Are you over the moon about it? Yeah, I mean, it was a, again that for me was a great honour. Um, I got, I got in contact with out of the blue um, after um, after the Peru uh, race that I did, and yeah, um, I said yes. I said yes. Um, of course you did. And, of course yeah. you did. You're a winner. You don't get on a runner's world by saying no. No, exactly. Exactly. Well, I wouldn't say no. I'm a yes. I'm a yes man. So, look, it was great. Um, again, just spreading my passion further throughout the world. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a great interview. It was inspiring. So, look, I'm, I'm pumped. And as I said, I don't do this stuff that much. So, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit sort of nervous. Uh, I'm really well, nervous. That that's put me at ease. I'm really nervous. My mouth is dry. I'm just. I heard. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Uh, the microphone's really good, so you'll probably hear like there'll be just this kind of almost sounds like a clap, but I'm not clapping. It's just it's my it's mouth. Your lips. It's almost like stuck together with nerves. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, but you I might you're take t- a few swigs because I'm the same. Just said I. Okay. And keep life as simple as possible. I like running. I like my family life. That's it. So this kind of thing, you know, if I'm in the spotlight, I, mm-hmm. you know, it makes me feel a little bit on a little bit. Okay. So if I, if my lips smack as well, mm-hmm. you get that? Mm, yeah. That's disgusting. You can hear that. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. No, I feel as though we're bonding. I feel really you're putting me at ease just now, uh, which is great. Um, maybe we could just do some other things that will just, develop a connection just so I don't feel as though like you're basically this unattainable because even just reading your name and the fact that I've seen you in a magazine you're like it's like interviewing Jordan or something like that I feel as though it's just like someone that's way above and beyond my um my sphere of influence that's crazy that's a connection now already Mm. my wife is called Jordan you're kidding me on no way. Which Jordan, Jordan which... are you thinking of? Like Michael Jordan or... No, no, Michael Jordan. Or... Uh, Jordan, the journalist. Right. Right. Jo- okay. The journalist. She used to be... Well, she's always been in journals as in newspapers, but now, now she writes journalism and she makes the, documentaries. The amateur model. Peter Andre's wife. Ex-wife. Peter Andre's wife, yeah. Absolutely. Peter Andre's Andre. wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Okay. Yes. Um, name of my wife. It's incredible you brought that up. That's strange. We're like the world of running, especially in my you know my experience. Ultra running, mm-hmm. like a level playing field. You know we and do it. Respect. We do it because we love it. You know, competing isn't the big deal. Um, you know, who wins the race? It's about reconnecting mm-hmm. with nature with our mm-hmm. primal selves. We were designed Absolutely. to run saying yes to the universe, you know, to exploring what mm-hmm. our bodies can do. So, you know, when I come on interviews like this, I hate the idea that there's like this hierarchy, you know, I've mm-hmm. got more to share than you. You could probably share just as much with me, mm-hmm. you know, your yeah. experience as I, I, I could. That's the truth. Um, and yep. got, already you're picking up on weird stuff. There's a connection here, Gary. feels good. Can you, uh, do you have a drink there? Yeah, I have a drink. Sorry, uh- but that burp there again I get indigestion when I'm nervous I just feel as though the next step in terms of me just feeling feeling the ease can we drink together 
I'd love to. Cheers. Cheers. You just tap it against your camera. Cheers. Oh, my God. Cheers. Who's that? Sorry, that's terrible. I didn't introduce you. So this is uh, this is my niece, Jamie. Hi. Hi, Jamie. She's she's my co-host. I say co-host, but she's probably more important than me because she does all of the tech side of things. She does all of the social media. She's taught me. She's taught me everything when it comes to podcasting. So this is Jamie. Oh, hi, Jamie. That's very humble of you, Gary. Again, to a level playing field, I would say you're probably all. Mm-hmm. No, when it comes to running, she is uh, below average, uh, and she doesn't have any anything to give in terms of advice running wise. So don't expect anything from there. Running wise, I'm absolutely the expert. I mean that that's by choice, I suppose. I'm not really that like as as into running as you. But... So are you saying if you chose, you could beat me in a race? Um, I mean, I guess if if I dedicated myself to it, um, that maybe. Maybe when I'm a little bit older, sure. But you've not got the wealth of knowledge that I've got, so I'll keep I'll keep to the majority of the questions. If you have any questions, chime in. The weird thing is, like, see, like on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that, we keep on getting comments saying, "Jamie, I love that question that you made about da da da." Jamie, I thought your insight into this was da da da, and there's nothing, nothing to do with my interviewing styles that's came up in terms of a compliment i mean we've talked about that though and the importance of not taking it personally i think it's just um how can you not though yeah as a person not being interested in the questions i have to ask so it's lucky this week um because do you know what adversity works for me so i've got some fantastic questions for you today petra i'm totally delighted to have you here today um so let's get off and running uh so the first question I would like to ask you is, is uh, what did you have for breakfast today? Um, because the listeners will be absolutely champing at the bit. You didn't answer that question in the Runners World interview, did you? No, they didn't ask it. They did not mm-hmm. ask that. They missed, uh, they missed that question out. Um, I had salmon, eggs and toast. Ooh, fancy. So smoked, smoked salmon. Smoked salmon, brilliant. Okay, not baked salmon for breakfast. I would have thought that would be a bit decadent so smoked salmon with eggs what how did you do the eggs scrambled scrambled hmm. i was thinking you would have poached them you look like in a well we've got a big you know we've got a big family you know it's me jordan and um five five kids so it was a it's a sunday so five kids what age are you kids i'm 41 41 right fair enough you look a lot younger thank you thank you very much Hope you don't mind if I say you're very handsome. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I thought that would make me feel less nervous, but that's made me feel a little bit more nervous. But I'll get over it in a couple of minutes. That's fine. Um, don't worry. Can I just I'm sorry say about you, that? You have a rugged intensity uh, hmm. that I can appreciate. Long distance running. Do you not find that a lot of long distance runners, male and female? They always look older than they actually are. Well, you don't. You you you're uh, you've got a lovely face. You must moisturise. But a lot of long distance runners, they look, they look like they've just literally had the wind sucked out of them. I think a lot of them try too hard. Hmm. I think a lot of them are you know running away from something mm-hmm. rather than running to something. And there's mm-hmm. a big, there's a big difference there. You know, just that freedom of just being out and running and just saying yes. 
Explain that to me in, in terms of you you said there that you people are running away from something and other people run towards something. So um I think this could be a question that people would like and pick up on. Um what are you running towards, Petra? Peace. Yeah. Feeling of freedom. Um the unknown, the idea of being independent, but also sort of enveloped by nature at the same time. I guess I'm running towards like more of a concept, but it, you know, along the way, you know, I've noticed a lot of people are running away from like problems at home, um, financial issues, uh, an inability to really deal with some of their own personal demons. And that is not a healthy way of approaching this type of sport and we should even call it a sport. It's a way of life. Recreation, yeah, way of mm -hmm. life. You understand, you get it. The, fir the first half of your answer there was absolutely mesmerizing. That's, that is one of the best answers I think we've had. What do you think, Jamie? That was beautiful, just talking about running. It was like, that was like, I know it's Sunday, but I feel as though you've just taken me to church there. Oh, amen. It's very different to um, some of the other guests that we've had that have actually um, been all about running away from things as a um, training technique. So this, I suppose, is very much in stark contrast to that philosophy. Would you say that um, this is very different? This is a very different approach to some of the other approaches that we've heard? It is a very different approach, but this is specifically why I like to call this broadcasting. Um, because it's a very broad church that I have built here. It's not just one approach uh, that we are looking for. We are looking for every different type of approach. And frankly, that was so refreshing to hear to hear it said so eloquently. One hundred top tips from the top. Tip number twenty-two: Move home. If you feel like your running life is getting stale and you need a simple and straightforward pick-me-up, just move home. 99% of the time the reason why your running life's getting stale is because you're bored of running on that same old pavement, you're bored of looking at the same old depressing faces. Just move. Just move to somewhere nicer. I moved to a really nice affluent area and my running performance has increased by at least 16 to 19%. So, as I say... Open up, right, move, have a wee look, see if there's somewhere else you can move to. It's, it's a really straightforward way of improving your gains. 100 top tips from the top. So you said you've got five kids. How do you juggle being a father of five, a loving husband, and one of the top distance runners in the world? Well, it's, uh, I guess they all sort of dove tail in together quite nicely um traveling to peru dovetails in with being a committed father of five well it provides for the family now never thought that would happen but again i mean this wasn't what um craig at runners world got into so already gary I, you know i i think your questioning techniques are really really good thank you so much you hear that yeah, just take a wee drink. Okay. I'll, I'll do the same. Okay, same time again. Listeners, I've got a squishy bottle of Lucozade. Enhances hydration and fuels performance. That's Lucozade Sport. 
and that's just an example of how I could promote uh, that as a product. It's cool that you were sponsored by Lucozade. Did you get like heaps of free Lucozade? That totally passed me by. You were sponsored by Lucozade. I was too busy doing my own yeah, little advert. Yeah, it was after I did the um, Adateral Trail, the Alaska Trail. Um, I got a little bit of press from that. Um, and Lucozade, it's a thousand mile trek across um, Alaska. Fuck uh, off. A thousand miles? Yeah, a thousand miles. Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah, I teamed up with um, another guy from Norway, thank God. Good choice. Uh, Henry, his name was. Henry Summers. And, uh, yeah, we... It's not a very Norwegian No, his, um, his mum and father were both born in California. They moved over there just because the quality of life is so high in such a beautiful place in Norway. And actually, ending in Norway is now... I have a few big runs that I want to do over the few years, which, again, um, maybe I was going to use this podcast to, to talk to you about... Um, just, just mm-hmm. to share Feel it with free. you. I will, well, maybe we can move on to that later. But I really, in the future, desperately want to do a Cape Town to Trondheim run. Where's Trondheim, sorry? That's north of Norway. Fuck off. That is ridiculous. You can't be running those this A thousand miles, okay? So just off the top of my head, um, there's like four marathons and a hundred miles. Yeah. Um, so I'm quite decent with math, so four times and then that'd be four times ten so that's 40 marathons so how long does that take you i'm planning on that that's two years what it takes you two years or it's in two years that looks like it's going to take me two years but look um why is it two years that is such a long period of time to be away from your family i do it for them you do it for them in what respect? To protect them from yourself or something? Like, why would you be away from your family for that period of time? It provides for them, but it also gives them... Financially. Uh, Financially. Correct. Yes. Let's run the numbers. Yeah. Jamie, uh, if you could get your notepad yeah, there. Yeah, right. okay, so, so one of these races is bound to be pretty expensive. I'm going to go ahead and assume if it, can, if it takes two years. Where do you sleep? On a two-year well, I mean, I have, um, <clears throat> I have, I am very lucky to be in a privileged position where I um, can be approached to do some of these races sometimes. So uh, you don't have I, to pay. I, correct, not for this one. It says if you were, if it says that's two thousand six hundred and thirty-two hours of um, walking, according to Google. Yeah. So I guess, I that. guess, yeah. That's truly inspirational. That's amazing stuff. Uh, I'm obviously I have I have my concerns around uh, your children and not having the old man about. But you must you must really miss your kids when you're away, like all that kind of fun stuff and desperately. Yeah, I miss the I miss the sort of regimented family life that I'm used to back at home. You know, very everything's got to be done by a certain time. Um, I don't get any free time to my myself because it's all for the kids. And I, I love that. I love that, that time of feeling, feeling like I don't have any control over what I choose to do. Um, I miss that and what the kids and how the kids create that. I miss that terribly on a way. Very but, disciplined man then. I take it you, you've created this regimen. Uh, well, presumably. I am at home. I haven't. This is why, I mean... I would say the reason Jordan and I, now here's a funny story. 
Um, I was named Petra um, because um, I was. That's a beautiful you. name. I know it's. I know it's a little bit untraditional, but I was named Petrol. Uh, Petra, <laughs> not Petrol. I love the smell of petrol. So do I, Gary. Mm -hmm. Have you ever buzzed petrol what, properly? What, have I ever what? Buzzed it properly. What do you mean by buzzed it, Gary? You get under like a blanket with like a can of petrol. I feel like now is probably not the time because we, we're trying to steer away from that sort of stuff on the podcast, Uncle Gary. Okay, sorry. So Maybe that's something we can do together in the future, Gary. I don't, I don't know, to bond again. I mean, I'd be well up for that if we were to meet. Yes. So I was actually conceived in Petra. Really? Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my that's in Greece, isn't it? It's in, well, here's the funny thing. It's in Jordan. <gasps> Unbelievable. Yes. It's so, in Jordan. Exactly. So we met at Bath University and... Um, Jordan studying public relations. I was actually studying English literature. Um, and uh, we met and I was like, my name is Petra. And she was like, Whoa, oh my God, I'm, I'm called Jordan. We're meant to be. And we just had, it was New Year's Eve. Uh, it was a student party. And she, you know, I... I had many dreams when I was, you know, a, a student um, and I was very disciplined um, because I liked the idea of, you know, being free. And so I'd saved up a lot of money, even as a student, to buy a camper van and to travel around Europe and beyond, you know, potentially mm. quite a few years. So I had this great vision at the end of uni, it was like maybe I'll just go be free, you know, on my own, independent, doing my own thing, being able to do whatever I want. Um, and look, you know, there's a saying, if you want to make God laugh, tell him what your plans are tomorrow. I I was I was waiting, uh, like when you'd said, oh, my name's Jordan, we're meant to be together. And then you are just so happy and you just spent the next few months just like so in love and totally besotted, but it drifted off into what I can only describe as a man's heartache. Uh, I could see pain in your eyes. Um, oh. I'm just wondering why that is. Like you, you stopped, like you brought it up to the point where yeah. the guy gets the girl or the <sighs> girl gets the guy. <clears throat> And then after that, because Jordan will listen to this, so just she, for your own benefit, yeah, we, uh, when I phoned to speak to you uh, the other day, uh, once I'd got your number off Instagram, she answered first. Oh, uh, and it took a long time for her to agree to hand the phone over to you. She was actually quite aggressive. Um, and she said, when will it be coming out? And I told her, gave her all the details. Okay. And she sent me over, like an agreement that I had to sign and Jamie, did you fax that back to I her? did, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sounds, so, like, sounds like Jordan. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I was wondering was, um, could you maybe, how did that love story unfold? Because all I heard there was, she said, we're meant to be together. And then... Uh, and You got a camper van. Uh, I, the, he didn't? Oh. As far as I can tell, did you get oh, the camp? What get did it. you spend the money on? 
can I just can I just pick up on uh, you said this is a love story and it is a love story. Like we are in love. Um, mm -hmm. We have the greatest relationship, I think, in um, in the world, and wow. and, a, and a beautiful family. Let's we'll make that really clear. Um, right, okay, can I just make something really clear? Yeah, sure. It just that that just sounded made up. Oh. Like we have the best love in the world. That sounds like something a seven-year-old would say about love. Um, not an adult with five children. I mean, I guess I'm inspired by the kids I have. So maybe I'm picking up on how they describe mm -hmm. love as well. You've been spending you too family? much time with them. Family man, Gary? I'm a family man. I don't have any children of my own and I've never taken a wife. But um, Jamie's like a, a niece to me. Um, well, I, well, I am a niece to you. And I have a, a mum and dad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so you're like a niece to me, Jamie. Okay, I don't but when you say something's like something, then like it's. Yeah, you're both. If I'd said she's more like a second cousin, then that would have illustrated that our relationship isn't that close. We have the perfect relationship in the respect that I'm your uncle, you're my niece, and I see you as such. If I seen you just as like home help, which you are, uh, you make okay, wow. food, but. But primarily, no, but I said, it's you that's wanting to look into this a bit further. I said, that I see you as a niece, and then you're looking for more clarification. Oh We're currently interviewing somebody. Need to, need to come to, how exactly. many, how much Lucasade have you had? How many bottles did you drink before the podcast? Again, I feel as though if I drank a lot of Lucasade and I've got that Lucasade vibe. I found four bottles in the trash and I took the yeah. trash out yesterday. So have you drunk four bottles today? Listen, I have drank a lot of Lucasade today, but I told you that the reason for that is, is that if I drink enough Lucasade, I'll have a Lucasade vibe and that'll communicate or it'll transfer through the We're microphone and hopefully look. And it basically just means you get very defensive and. Lucasade does not make me defensive, Jamie. Lucasade gives me pep and I feel like I've got lots of pep today and that pep. Obviously, that's what runners are looking for, is that extra pep. So if I drink a shitload of Lucasade before an interview and absolutely smash it, it's hard to not be defensive when you're being constantly attacked. Okay, so we've still, um, Petra's still here. And I think we were just talking um, about Petra's family. So just take a moment. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just take I should, a moment. Um, where, where were we at before you accused me of drinking too much Lucasade? You've absolutely drunk too much Lucasade. It's just a, it's just a fact, not an accusation. And Petra would support me in that. Do you think that five bottles is too much? It's 11 a.m. This is my fifth. I'm on my fifth. Fifth by 11. It's a lot. Back when I was being sponsored by them, I would say that I would encourage you to drink as much as you could because it, you know, meant probably more revenue you. for me and the company. But I mean, it sounds like you two could do with going on a good run together and getting out there wherever you are. So I, I would say that might be a good leveler. Um, mm -hmm. We're going out for the run after this. But it, was, it was, yeah, yeah, but it was Jordan that insisted that we do the interview in the morning so that you could take the kids out in the yeah. afternoon. So we are having to have a run later on yeah. today. Usually I would have expended some of this yeah. uh, nervous energy, but... She's amazing. Yeah. 
she's incredible. It just feels disingenuous. There's just something disingenuous about it, and I just I'd like to get to the bottom of it. Gary, can I? Can, I don't want to break the the bond and connection that we're building together and the understanding because I think it's powerful. But I would say there's a potential here. Have you heard of the phrase projection? Uh, I have. Yeah, I've heard of projection. Yep, yeah. like uh, how you watch a film. Uh, yeah, that's. Te- I guess that's technically. Uh, have you heard of project- projection from an emotional? Like, for example, when you see Tom Cruise cry in the cinema, and the, like you start crying. I wouldn't put it like that. Tip number twenty-three: vein drain. If you suffer from disgusting varicose veins like I do, then you'll know how much it hurts when you see people looking at your legs with disgust. It's not your fault, is it? It's a hereditary thing. And if anything, I think the varicose veins probably come from you working those babies so hard that they just pop right out, and that's why you've got varicose veins. God knows, I'm no scientist, but I do know a way of reducing the unsightly nature of the varicose veins. Fill up your wheelie bin with cold water, just from a garden hose. So fill the wheelie bin up right to the top and then leave it overnight. Presumably overnight it's going to be cold. If you live somewhere hot, listen, I don't know what to say. Uh, This won't work for you. But in cold places like Scotland, it'll be pretty cold overnight. In the morning, you need to jump into the bin and submerge your legs in the cold water. This reduces the visibility of the veins, and therefore you can then go out and run with confidence, knowing that you look absolutely fabulous. One issue that I have had is that it's quite difficult to get out of the bin, and the easiest way I've found to do it is just to fall forward, or the water will come out at the same time, and you just crawl your way out of the bin, and then just go on your run. 100 top tips from the top. Jordan said to you on the phone she was going to listen. Yeah, she, she yeah, confirmed yeah, that yeah, in, her, in her facts. Yeah. yeah. She didn't just say she was going to listen. She asked me if I could send over a copy of it before for her to authorise. Transcript? She said, uh, yeah, transcript. Well, she wanted it to be transcribed, which Jamie's agreed to do. For money. A copy yeah. for her Uncle to listen Gary's to it as well. Uh, yes, yeah, so she's a phenomenal lady. What I would say is the reason that we balance each other out is we're so yin and yang. I say yes to everything. Jordan's very good at saying <clears throat> at saying no um, to certain things. So we provide like a good we provide like a contraception. Uh, what that's funny. Uh, that's uh, again, Gary, insightful um, because it's an area we've. Is she your first wife? I take it she's your first wife because obviously you met at university. This is a funny story as well. Um, Oh, hello. I am a yes man and I accidentally got married to a uh, 18-year-old Moroccan girl. Um, when I visited there when I was 14 years old, I got lost in the, um, one of the markets and uh, when I just wandered away from some parents and a... Some parents or your parents? Oh, again, very insightful, Gary, my parents, yeah. Um, maybe you have had too much, Lucas. Um No, just, uh, just uh, if I need clarification, then the listeners will need clarification because I'm obviously yeah, more right. intelligent than the listeners. Just purely through the virtue 
purely through the fact that who is making the podcast? Is it them? Who's making you them? Don't who's listening? Alienate the listeners. Sorry. Not alienating them. I'm bringing them into my warm yeah. bosom every so week. So you married somebody by saying yes to? I um, said yeah. yes. I got approached. It was a market seller. His daughter, you know, was present, and uh, he just offered. Um, uh, and uh, and I just said, I just said yes. Wow. Uh, and then they sort of formed a circle, um, and uh, there was a lot of clapping. There was a lot of singing. It happened very, very, very fast. Um, and then I just sort of saw these, I mean, Mike, because we were really the only sort of fair-haired people in, in the crowd there. Um, and I just saw my parents sort of busting through. They grabbed me, um, sort, of took, sort of took me away. They, it was a very, they were very angry. The crowd was very, very, very angry. That's understandable. So Jordan is my first, technically, like, I don't know whether that would can count as a first marriage. In Morocco, if they form a circle around you and sing, uh, then that's legally binding. I was 14. Mm-hmm. That's that's legal for boys. Boys can marry from the age of 12 yeah. in Morocco. Okay, okay. Well, Jordan is my, effectively my second. Yeah. Did you get a um, divorce and everything from your first wife? Um, did you manage to get that all sorted out? I, I assume some parents probably went down to the local police station and got that sorted for you. All of that definitely happened. Yeah. Yes. That's are, are your parents still alive? Yes. Great. I recommend you give them a quick call after the podcast today. Okay, I need to. Because it sounds like your marriage to Jordan could be null and yeah, void. Just... Which, from what I'm hearing, could maybe be a blessing in disguise. I'll get Jordan to email them because I'm not sure what their number is at the moment. Jordan's got that. Um, She's I'll cut get... you off from your parents. Uh-huh. She's cut. She's cut you off from your parents. I wouldn't put it like that. Does she manage your relationship with them? She has the their contact details. Oh yeah, so you don't have your your own parents' contact details. Not no. directly. I, effectively, I do because everything that Jordan and I have, we share. Oh yeah. So effectively, I do have access. Yeah, I do. Of course, I, yeah. yeah. And she she has she'll let me into my phone with her thumbprint. Yeah. Um, so then I can, I th- and then maybe we can get transfer the numbers to my phone. So we'll, I will contact. Great advice. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. Um, thanks, Gary. Jamie. Jamie, sorry, I'm just a bit flustered. Um, okay. No, don't worry. It's fine. I, I, honestly, if I felt as though I was in a marriage that was null and void. Uh, I would, I would be panicked. So I'm feeling a wee bit drowsy. You need to. I'm throwing so this out. I feel quite drowsy. Oh, not anymore. There it is. That thing. That look oh is a thing. That look is a raspberry thing. It enhances hydration and it fuels performance. They're going in the bin. Not just on the racetrack, but on the podcast. We need to stay focused. Um, so Petra, um, that was a really beautiful story about your first marriage. Um, you were talking about when you met Jordan and being a yes man. Um, so like, how did you propose to her? Or, or sorry, I shouldn't assume that. Um, how did the proposal happen and how, how did, how did it all begin? Uh, again, Jamie, I would say, uh, very insightful, um, because she proposed to me, uh, oh, that, yeah. 
on that New Year's. Oh, that's so cool. Eve, that first night we met. Oh, wow. And it just the felt first so night. good. It just felt so real. Her name is Jordan. My name is Petra. That in mm-hmm. itself was like, this is meant to be. That's how she was like, oh, my God, Petra's in Jordan. Uh, Jordan uh, surrounds Petra. Yeah. Um, and she was like, this is meant to be. And I was like, Wow. Yes. So yes. So, so I said yes. The proposal was kind of just like a statement. Like she sort of just like made that statement that you were going to get married. And then that so because it's usually question. Um yeah, I guess it normally well, is. In I, I think movies, we just it knew. Is. Oh, you just knew, yeah. I think we both just yeah, knew. It's different. Yeah. You know, I said you brought up contraception before. We're both incredibly virile human beings, and we must be because Jordan again, happiest news, second happiest because I just said that that I just said then, didn't I? That that was when she when yeah. Jordan proposed. That was the happiest day. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, that's fine. You said it with your mouth. Yeah, good. Um, and so the uh, second happiest was when I found out a month later that Jordan was pregnant. Month later, with our first. Yeah. And so really, so Marcus is your first child. Yeah. Yeah. Very tough. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And all your children. Thank you. And was Marcus planned? As I said, I mean, Jordan was definitely taking the contraceptive pill. Um, so mm-hmm. it was Marcus is a miracle, really, still. And so were the other four. Um, yeah. Uh, and look, at that stage, it was, you know, said uh, I had a little bit squirreled away. But it made sense to put down a deposit on a flat at that point. Um, so the camper van didn't happen, but you had a beautiful family. Yeah. yeah. And you did all, you've done all that travelling that you wanted to do as well. So you've managed to go and travel the world, but you've managed to go and travel the world through running. Running's been your liberation. It's been my way of, yeah, um, providing... Um, and creating the freedom for my family back at home to do what they need to do is me be, me being able to get out of the house and be somewhere not in the house has meant Jamie, I can... Sorry to interrupt you. Stop the recording for a minute. Um, Don't stop the recording. Yep. Be, be honest with me here, Petra. You're off the record. This won't go out. Tell the fucking truth. I can see through this. You're you're clearly running away from this nightmare of a woman who seems to have trapped you in a relationship with five children. Do you know what baby trapping is? Have you heard of baby trapping? I don't know. I don't know where either of you are coming from. Honestly, surely not like like putting some milk out no it's not babies no you have you've been a victim of baby trapping which is basically she's told you that she's taken contraception but she is guzzling up your sperm like it's going out of fashion you're now in a loveless marriage with five children you dislike and you go away all the time to escape it and good for you by the way good for you a lot of men would have just ran from the situation. Divorce, they would have left. The kids would have been bastards. But now what you do is you just go away, you find your special place, you find your peace, you find your freedom, 
you come back home as a better man. Granted, you have no relationship with your parents anymore. Granted, you're in a loveless relationship with your wife. You seem to have, um, I'm hearing some animosity towards your children, but you're still there in body, if not in spirit. I mean, am I right? I have to say that there are a lot of assumptions here, Gary. Um, your eyes, I'm, your eyes tell me a story. Your eyes are an open book. Gary, I am a happily married, fulfilled ah, husband forget and it. father. Right. I am. Uh, this is my life, you know. This is the joy that that control at home brings me, like, is incredible. And that's what propels me to, to get out into the world and say yes to nature as well as yes to driving the kids to their swimming lessons while Jordan is out at business lunches. If we could just have a little moment, Petra, just if we could just have one moment. Well, obviously we're still off the record here. Uncle Gary, I think that this, mm-hmm. we need to go back down the, um, we need to focus on the running. Um, I think, I think yeah, maybe, I, I think that Petra um, might actually be somewhat okay with his situation. I don't think he, right. I don't think he's just ready. A, it annoys me. And I mean, yeah, not yeah. ready. That's the right yeah. way of putting it. It's stressing me out though because he's talking some power. You are shine. looking very stressed, but it's honestly the Lucasade and just. I'm yeah, shaking. Just, yeah, Should no, I be shaking? I think, can, can we switch it out for water? Can we switch out for water? No, wait until I finish this one bottle because that just. And be then a waste. we'll switch out. Yeah. Okay. We'll mm-hmm. try not to maybe push for um, push for answers that we might not get. What's Fanny Lala. Yeah. It sounds it's made up. Stu- you should not be drinking any more of it. It's too- it sounds like fentanyl, but it's obvious that Fanny it's Lala. It's probably related. Yeah. It's so tasty. Tip tips. Here comes a tip. Tip number 24. Time for a stretch. I'm four months into what is an objectively perfectly executed training program, so that means only one thing. It's time for a stretch. Stretching should be carried out three times per year at the absolute most. Otherwise, you'll end up with big floppy limbs, which isn't conducive to effective running form at all. So here's a rule of thumb to help you remember. If you can touch your knees, no more stretching, please. If you can touch your toes, you're no longer a real runner. You're stuck inside for lockdown, you're going insane. It's time to listen to effortless games. So we're talking about running. Mm. So the next sections that we're going to do is is we're going to do memory jar. Yeah. Okay, memory jar. Okay. Um, today's memory jar is um, when is the first time you felt that you could really be yourself? In a running context. Um, uh, I think probably... When was the first time I really felt I could be myself? Mm -hmm. I think probably um, when uh, the first time I realized I loved running so much, it was just crazy. Um, And at home, um, like joyful, but it was so noisy. There was so much going on. You know, four out of the five kids were crying. And I just opened the door and went out for a jog. And within five minutes, I was like, oh, this is, this is, 
this is freedom, um, knowing that I was going back to um, such a joyful place later. Because you're running towards something, not away from something. I was running yeah. towards the freedom of coming back to the it. The freedom of coming back. Yes. Makes absolutely no yeah. sense. The next section is called The More You Know. The More You Know is a section of the show where we like to ask our guests about a time that they've taken it too far in their pursuit of excellence. Could you tell me about a time where you've taken it too far in your pursuit of running excellence? Uh, probably. Um, I mean, the last 500 uh, miles of the Itadaral Trail. Um, that's the Alaska win. Um, we went off course, which is very easy to do on such a long trail. And um, me and Henry... I uh, was sat with a little fire and we had a cans of sardines and it must have attracted um, the scent of the sardines, must have attracted a, a band of wolves. Um, and if Henry didn't have um, his trusty revolver, trusty revolver. Uh, that could have, been a, could have been quite a serious situation, but we made, we made, we made it out. Yeah. How many wolves did he kill that day? It was a family of it was a family of wolves, and we just took out the father and sweet release. Oh my god! Sweet release for who? Uh, for uh, for us, for Henry and I, it was sweet release that we knew that we were going to survive that. Just ki- just killing the father. Yeah, if you've ever had sardines after you've almost been um, killed by a bunch of wolves, never tasted better. It was a glorious moment. Wow. Mm-hmm. But you feel as though the father wolf being killed, um, surrounded by his family by a revolver bullet to the head would have been sweet release for the father? I did not say that. You said sweet release immediately. Sweet release for us. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gary, you might be projecting again. You might be projecting. Um, Possibly. What, I'm doing a podcast. I'm not watching a film. One of your favourite... Um, Meals when when train when training or running would you would you say sardines are a good source of um, you know protein and and whatnot protein and fats yeah. perfect balance mm. yeah yeah fats for good long distance running very very absolutely very very helpful good, good for your joints well, not for you Uncle Gary because they give you a rash but mm, sardines yeah. do give me a rash to- anything from a tin gives yeah, me a rash. You can have salmon. Uncle Gary's a bit, it's hard with fish. With Uncle Gary's quite, there's certain really triggering types of fish. Anything, fish anything and tins. Mm-hmm. Anything from a tin. Say that again? What about tomatoes? Like tinned tomatoes? No, no Jamie has to parboil them, peel yeah. the tomatoes Gotta and chop fresh. them. And she has to remove all the seeds as well because the seeds have a really adverse yeah, reaction. Rash. But my, see, my running performance has... Uh, gone through the roof since Jamie's been here because you wouldn't believe how long it takes to actually parboil a hundred tomatoes and remove all the seeds like from a past antique for the week because um, it's really freed me up to improve uh, my running performance so was that okay Jamie I was talking about running there I yeah, don't no, know if you really noticed great. Good, good job yeah thank you okay so the last section of the show and I'm sorry to say, Petra, this is the last section of the show, is called, you guessed it, it's quick fire questions. Just a sec, I've just got a text. How quick? 
Just gonna, how quick is this going to be? Jordan's just um. Oh. Um, Ten to fifteen. Okay. Yeah, we did okay everything with Jordan in terms of the time, and we're still going to time. So if you could just text back, Jordan, can you go fuck yourself? Because frankly, uh, absolutely, I, Uncle Gary. He's, sorry, he's had so much. Um, it's this, the, is, it's, this is actually on my pager. It's the LucasAid. Oh, your pager. She has my, she has my phone. Yeah, of course. Right, okay. But she gives you a pager. So. Just buzzing. That's probably buzzing a good thing. Um, yeah. To wow. The free taking the kids that. out um, to the to the park because she's got she got another business lunch. Business today. lunch. Um, Just okay, yeah. Just out of interest, can you take that pager and throw it against the wall, Absolutely please, Petra? No. Um, what? Um, just out of curiosity. Don't answer no, for him. That's not a good idea. Um, what's uh, Jordan's? Um, you said that Jordan's an entrepreneur, so that's that sounds amazing. What kind of business does um does Jordan do? She's uh, she's very progressive. Yeah. Um, she was looking at like vegan pet foods for quite a long yeah. time. Wow. Um, and uh, you know, trying to make. Uh, dog food out of uh, algae um, because it's full of good proteins and omegas and whatnot. Sounds uh, risky. I've been doing a lot of research um, behind that, trying to work out, you know, which factories we can get in contact to do that with and how we can actually make that profitable. Um, so she did PR at university. So she's maybe, you know, getting in contact with people, meeting the right kind of folk. Yeah. Uh, does she, to try she, and she goes um, on a lot of business lunches. A lot, yeah. yeah. Petra, um, just a wee follow-up question based on that. Do you, do any of your children look like you? Have you noticed any similarities in terms of like the appearance of your children? And you say she goes on a lot of business lunches. Um, it's just a straight question. I don't know why it's taking you so long to answer. I don't know what you are. Um, they, oh, it's a perfectly normal question. Oh, do your kids look like you? Everybody asks that kind of question. Do your kids? Do your kids have a a, a similar appearance to yourself? Marcus absolutely one hundred percent does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. great, Marcus. And as your first, just that, like Wells uh, looks like Charles. Sasha does as well, and the, the next three look very much like their mom. Yeah, that's normal. That's like pretty much a fifty-fifty split. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for you. That's fine. That was just a follow-up question. Let's move on to quickfire questions then. So I'm going to start it. Um, I don't. I feel as though I don't really need to explain it to you. Okay. It's just basically just you can only answer just with one answer and don't elaborate on the answer. So fox or wolf? Uh, fox. Mm. Um, free range or cage? Free range. Brooks or Adidas? Brooks. Um, LucasAid or water? LucasAid. Water or milk? Water. Crate or kennel? Uh, Kennel. Northern or Southern Hemisphere? Northern. Family holiday or couples holiday? Jesus. Couples. One year or two years? One. Taking or receiving? Receiving. Receiving or giving? Giving. Cuddling or pummeling? Pummeling. Soft or hard? Hard. 
Marvin Gaye or Cardi B? Marvin. Brumby or Stallion? I don't know which, what? Brumby? Yeah, like a free horse. Oh, or a stallion that's like... Yeah, uh, like in a stable. Brumby. I honestly think one day you're going to roam free. I am. But in a more... No, you're not. No, you're not, Petra. I am running free, Gary. Running towards, not away mm. from. I'm running towards a deep, Freedom. loving family life and doing all the things that I love doing and providing for them and being out, you know, nature is family. Family is connectedness and community and you know, emotional freedom to express yourself. I have it all. I have it yeah, all. You do have it all. Just while no regrets. you've... No regrets at all. Um, let's, just, let's just check up in that because while you were talking there, I have managed to Google because obviously you've got a very unique surname. I managed to track down your old man. Oh, great. Roger. Clements. Uh, let, let's find out now. I'm just going to bring him onto the call. Hello, Petra. Father! Dad! Petra, <laughs> that's you, boy. Yeah, Dad. Oh my God, I, it's so good to hear your voice, Dad. I've I've missed you so much, oh, boy. Oh God, yeah. Jordan's told me everything that's been going on. Uh, your mother, your mother passed on. She died of a broken heart. Fucking what? She died of a broken heart. Dad. Last year. Last year. She missed you so much. Jordan told me you. Didn't want to see us anymore. Jordan told me that you guys had emigrated to Malaga. No, Marbella, boy. We're in Marbella. We were in Marbella. Your mother. And that's why I couldn't I... talk to you very much because you don't get good signal in. We Malaga. get perfectly good signal, boy. It's that Jordan. She's consumed you. We buried your mother at sea. What? She fucking. Why? She hated. Because we're in Marbella, boy. Jordan asked for money. Money for access. We gave her the money. We're broke, boy. We can't even get home. I can't... This can't be... Jordan must have put you up to this. Jordan's told me that... I only had enough to rent a pedalo and take her out to sea and cast her overboard. It was shameful. Oh, my God. You said goodbye to Mum in a pedalo. She loved those pedalos. Dad, um, Dad, I think, I think Jordan might be lying to me. Jordan is lying to you, boy. Uh, Set yourself free, boy. I am, Dad, I am free. You're not free, you fucking fool. You've never been free since you've been with Jordan. <laughs> She's a monster, boy. Take the boys and run. You can stay with me and Marbella. We could sort of, we can pass on contact details um, between the two of you. We'd be happy to facilitate this. We could just be like a kind of, we could be your facilitators, yeah. We, yeah. we have a safe house so, as well, like we have a room that you could. have to say mm -hmm. no to Jordan, but yes to Marbella. Yes, boy. Come back to me, boy. We can rent a pet. 
head low again, I can take you out to where, where I cast your mother overboard. Yes, Dad. Yes, of course I'll do that. Yes, I'll come to my bear. Yes, I'll get the boys now. Jordan has stolen all of my money. So here's what I suggest. You, you find where she stashes the cash, take it all, take the boys, and get on the first flight to Marbella. I'll be waiting for you at sunrise on the 13th of this month. Yes. Yes, that's right. That's how I raised you, boy, to say yes. Yes, I'll do it. Okay, we can go back to Morocco and find that wife of mine. Petra, you're so welcome for all of this. Um, Roger, Roger, thanks for coming on to line. I'm just going to cut off. We need to finish this interview at the end of the day. It's a podcast about running, so... You're very welcome, and I would like to thank you, Gary. You're some man. I love you, Dad. Love you too, boy. That was so beautiful. Tell the boys I'll see them soon. Touching, touching stuff. That's uh, that's really beautiful. You are going to have to probably, like, find Um, their passports... Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and assume that they won't be readily available. She's probably got a contingency for this. So you're going to have to really think long and hard about what you're doing, come up with a plan and execute it yeah, really quickly. I wish you the best of luck. All the, be- all the very best Absolutely. of luck. Bye. Good God, goodbye. Oh. I am trembling like a leaf. I don't Jamie. think I've ever seen you so um so sweaty. Although you got quite sort of calm at the end, you really composed yourself. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I kind of felt as though like with Roger getting on the line, and that the, the fact that there was hope for him at the end that was fine. I just hate people lying to yeah. me, and it, he was lying the whole yeah. way through. I don't through. know if he knew that he was lying though. I think there's like. Oh, they, everybody uh, knows, like, deep down, they know that they're lying to yeah, themselves. I, I, like, I mean, I guess, I don't know. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a pretty, um, it's, it's quite a difficult situation he's in. I, I do I do genuinely have concerns. Uh, Hold on a wee yeah. minute, Jamie. We have liberated right. that man. This is unbelievable stuff. No, we um, really have. There is no question in my mind that him staying... Uh, by the banks of the River Jordan that his life was going to be good in any way in the yeah. slightest. It was a, it seemed like a goddamn nightmare. Yeah. So we've liberated him from that. So well done you, well done me, high fives I mean, all yeah, round. I guess so. Um, well, I guess we can mm. maybe check in with him, I don't know, season two, see how he's doing. Awesome. Well done this week. You have, uh, you saved a life. You saved I'm a life really today. I'm not sure we did, but yeah. No, you really, you steered them away from the sweet release, I think. Poor guy. It does get better, yeah. Listeners, it does get better. Uh, Just, like, go to to Marbella, take a holiday, fuck's sake. Brilliant, right, okay, see see you next week. week. Listeners, thanks for listening. 100 top tips from the top.